BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hi, I'm Jim Purdue of Purdue Chicken. Unlike our competitor who's gone back to feeding their chickens antibiotics, we at Purdue will remain no antibiotics ever. No antibiotics ever because we raise our chickens in a healthy environment, so they don't need them. No antibiotics ever takes more time and money, but it's the right thing to do. So when you buy chicken, look for the Purdue label to make sure your chicken is no antibiotics ever. Get the facts at Purdue.com. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Elbow grease and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. LED headlights, spoilers, whatever you need. eBay Motors has it at affordable prices. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride every time. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Does managing your health care feel like a full-time job? Bounced from one doctor to the next? All the forms, the bills, the not a bills the... Press 4 to repeat these options. Does health care have to be this way? At Kaiser Permanente, all of us work together to make health care easier. And with integrated care and coverage, all you have to do is focus on your health. Learn more at kp.org, Kaiser Permanente, for all that is you. Kaiser Foundation Health Plan of the Mid-Atlantic States Incorporated, 2101 East Jefferson Street, Rockville, Maryland, 20852. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com/play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com/play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Hey Reese, bitch, put the game on, man. I'm trying to see what Luca and them boys going to do tonight, man. Hello, hello. Welcome back yet again to another edition of the Mavs Outsiders Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Mike Bibbins, on Twitter at Bibbs Corner. Joined as always by my co-host, 
Reese Williams at M of R Bente Cinco. That's 25 on Twitter. Uh for my non-Spanish speakers. Uh Reese, how how is the, the hunt for one more? One? Literally one. I got a feeling by the time this airs, it's gonna ha- it's gonna be done. And I can stop talking about it. Maybe. Who Should knows? I- Yes, yeah, nine ninety nine. As of this moment, it's nine ninety nine. You know what? I hate to do this at the beginning of the podcast, but I got to do it. <clears throat> uh, so, Hoop Central posted Grant Williams is shooting fifty five percent from the field and fifty six percent from three this evening or this season. Mm-hmm. There's a photo of Grant Williams mid stroke. Oh my god! I know what you're about to say. I know what you're about to say. I saw the picture. I know what you're about to say. I know what you're about to say. <laughs> You might not know 100% what I'm about to say, but you know what it's going to be about. Uh, Moji, a uh, long-time listener, first-time caller, decided to quote tweet this tweet and say, look at all that ass word to Bibbs quarter. I'm upset. I'm upset. <laughs> I'm highly upset. When I first saw the picture, I'm like, man, why they got this? I was about to say the word. I was about to say, man, why they got his ass all in the picture, bro? Like, come on, dog. <laughs> Oh, oh, oh podcast. Y'all crazy. Boy. I can't be out here like this, man. This is and he crazy for tweeting some shit like that. Word to Bibbs Corner is really crazy. Like Word to Bibbs Corner is correct because you would have said it if he didn't. You're a booty warrior. Yo, all right, man. Let's keep it moving. Let's keep it moving. Shit. Get this shit to yourself, man. Oh snap! All right. First of all, let me let me uh, let me regroup. <clears throat> I came in here. I was on business, and now now we talking about buttons. So, um, dang, I forgot what I was supposed to talk about. All right, here we go. It's been a few few days since y'all heard from us. Uh, so let me go over the things that I typically go over at the top of the show. First of all, if you only care about Mavs basketball, please read the show notes because it's going to be a good bit of us not talking about basketball for the foreseeable future, most likely. Uh, some things are happening in the, the movie and TV world that have to be discussed. And that's what we're going to do here because it's our podcast. I'll let you boy. Um, moving forward, five-star reviews. We love five-star reviews. Make sure you get those in. We have a goal. That we're trying to hit on the five star reviews. So Apple, Spotify, leave those if you have not. Instagram, follow us, Mavs Outsiders Pod. YouTube, Mavs Outsiders. And if you want more content, you want to see video of the show, you want some behind the scenes clips, because we do take, I know we give y'all the raw sometimes, pause, but every now and then some stuff we got to take out the show and you'll get those behind the scenes clips as well. Uh, you get video not only of the regular podcast, but we also do a weekly NBA show now that you also get video of at the $5 tier. It's the most popular tier out there. For those of you in the higher tiers, that's the $10. Oh, go ahead. They get video from the game recaps, too. <clears throat> video from the game recaps as well. So video of not only the weekly shows, but the game recaps also. And again, that's at the $5 a month tier. You're spending more than that on that Starbucks every morning. That's all I'm saying. Extra content. And for those of you in the higher tiers, we got some perks that we need to pay out. So I'll be reaching out to some of y'all soon to to make sure that we can get get that done, whether that's the the watch alongs, 
uh, on the Zoom or uh, any any merch that we that we're gonna get y'all. I gotta get addresses and whatnot to get that to y'all. Gotta get some some preferences as well. So that's out of the way. Uh, Reese, we gonna save your your Patreon shout out for later in the show, I guess. Yes. Yes. Um, but basketball can wait. Things have been happening. Where you want to start? I, I'm actually let me get something out of the way. I did go see a movie. I feel like I have been neglecting my movie watching duties. I have, as of but I did go see the Marsh King's daughter, uh, Daisy Ridley, Ben Mendelsohn. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How is that? Uh, it was, it was kind of, it was cool. It was nothing crazy. Um, <laughs> there's one character I, I would talk trash about if I do a review for this, but uh, she was cool. The the action, the violence was actually pretty intense. Like I was like, oh damn, like they really going for it with the action um nice little stories pretty straightforward nothing crazy like i said pretty simple but uh it was fun it was it was a fun little movie fun little drama um not mad that i spent some time to go see that one (sighs) but the most stuff is happening on on the television side and so Gen V is finished now, right finale is aired yeah Um, i just started it i've only seen three episodes uh, very, uh, very interesting stuff. It's actually reminded me. I kind of so we talked about the the MCU on the, the say it, say it, say it. We talked about the MCU on the on the on the on the, on the NBA show and watching Gen V. It kind of reminded me. Everything got to be about saving the world. I like. That this just uh-huh. some well, grounded stuff going on, and like that, you can have a lot of fun with the grounded superhero type stuff. Never I mind. Think I that, thought you was gonna say something else. I think that Marvel has gotten too caught up in the everything got to be about the inner world, and we need to get back on the ground with some of this stuff. Like that's let us live in some small moments. Uh, even with the boys, I can say like it's. Once you go big, it's been hard for them to kind of dial it back. Everything has to been big. Like that first season, the, the other seasons have been fun, but it, it wasn't that that it didn't catch fire like that first season did for me. Mm-hmm. Or it hasn't. Like the ride hasn't felt like that first season for me. Yeah. What did you think I was going to say? I thought you were going to say it reminds you of the X-Men. Uh, no. <laughs> but I think that's something you'll maybe see further down the line. I was going to say maybe a little bit later. I think a little bit later. It, might, it still might be too early. Yeah. Um, I agree with you though. The the whole like it doesn't it's just a contained story that affects these people in the story. Actually, that's not even necessarily true. I can't say for now. I mean for now, yeah. For now. Like Um, it's we haven't talked about like nothing that has been touched in the first three episodes at least makes it feel like the world is gonna end if they don't resolve certain issues. I'm trying to remember what happened at the end of episode three. Was that episode three is when uh Emma, is that her name? Yes. Is with Scott Sam. Sam, okay. I was making sure I just didn't want to say anything and yeah, yeah, yeah. I've tried to say as little as possible because I didn't want to spill nothing about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand. I understand. <laughs> so so through the first three episodes, how how do you like it? What are your thoughts on some of the characters? Not how gory the show can be, first yeah. of all. Um, how raw it can be. Um, characters are interesting ish. Um, who is I, I was concerned about the girl for a second about whether or not I was gonna like her, the main character. Yeah, 
I was concerned about whether or not I was going to like her, but uh, I'm messing with what they're doing, whether I like the back and forth, the struggle she's having with either accepting the terms of what they're trying to do with her or pushing back. Uh, Makes sense that she would be conflicted and not really know 100% how to maneuver. Uh, Very shocked by what they did with old buddy. Uh, Yeah. Did not did not expect that to play out the way it did. Lord Tom Brady. Yeah, yeah. Did not expect that to play out the way it did. Um, don't like the angle with uh, her, the main character versus the Asian character in like the competition for model minorities. It's kind of, kind of not, kind of not, not feeling it. Um, I can't. Like I said, I can't say too much. But yeah, don't, don't say too much. But like that, that part of it is like, all right, I'm not. I think you'll be fine with it. I, I think long term, I, I see where it's going to go, but I'm I'm not feeling it for right now. Um, I don't know if you see where it's going. Because I didn't see where it was going. I don't think you see where it's going. It's not going with it's. I, I think you'll be OK. I think you'll be OK. I think you'll be OK. All right. Um, what else? They're touching on a lot of school drama stuff, which. Mm-hmm. If I didn't think I was gonna like it first, but I'm I'm okay with it. Uh, they're they're keeping it within the context of the show, but also touching on a lot of like common issues that people young people go through, uh, in their own way. Yeah, and I think it's expanding the world of of the boys. I guess it's giving us some new perspective. We've been stuck with the main crew for too long. I think. And it's nice to see some smaller time players, how they're maneuvering, how they see things. And I don't know. I, I could see I could see another spinoff working in and like where they like follow a hero in a small city or in a city somewhere. All right. Slow down. Um. <laughs> Not like right away, but eventually. Like if, if they end the regular boys, I can see that happening. Okay. All right. That's fair. Um yeah, you mentioned like they kind of and they're not really subtle about it like issues that teenagers uh kind of go through like you have emma with with i mean would it be sport fuck it emma with like bulimia um there's a transgender character or non-binary character or I, I don't know. Non-gender conforming. Non-gen yeah. That, Literally. I don't want to say the wrong thing. Literally. Um, <laughs> um you have a character who technically has to cut themselves. It's it, there's a character with can I say this? Probably not. I mean a lot of them there's a lot of drug use. Nah. There's uh parents parents that are overbearing and pushing them towards stuff. Uh parents that want their kids to be a certain way. There's a character that deals with mental illness, but I don't think it's been touched on yet, so I won't say that name. Um but yeah, it's that I like that they're not subtle about it. Like if you're gonna do it, just do it. Uh, and I think they're doing it well. They continue to do it well. But yeah, this show, like I'm invested in the characters. Three episodes in, I was invested in the characters already. I was like, okay, I love them. Emma's my favorite so far. Like, Emma, really? I just want what's best. For Through Emma. three? Through three. I was like, I just want what's best for Emma. Man, I don't know. I just annoyed by Emma a little bit. I, I can understand that. 
I like, can understand or whatever, but she clearly. I mean, I, I think after meeting her mom, I care about her a little bit more. Yeah, but um, well, you are here with the milk marauder face, like you got. That's okay. not no, it's not, not like that right now. Like, it's not like that. It's not like that <laughs> at all. All right, so that I'm must, not on that type that of must time. Be the, I know some stuff you don't know. Look, then all right. No, I was paying attention to Sunday night football for a second. That's all. Okay. Yeah, it's not even no. Nah, it's not like that. <laughs> Relax, man. <laughs> Relax. All right. Anyway, um, uh, let's move off of Gen V. Loki. Five episodes down, one episode to go. Are you expecting greatness? No. Okay. They are not going to stick the landing. I can feel it. I can feel it. I can feel it in my fucking bones. They're not going to stick the landing. And it's funny. Did you listen to the Men? You listened to the Midnight Boy episode because yeah. the Marvel thing was on there. Yeah. They were having an uh, argument because Jomi was like, you know, the whole story of the loom or fixing the loom. Technically speaking, from the beginning, that has been the story of the season. Right. That don't mean I got to give a shit. Right. I, I'm just, I I need a little bit more. I, I'm just not feeling it. And the six episode shit don't help. Like, y'all not even giving me enough time to give a shit. I just know for a fact, episode six is about to be a short episode. We about to get some bullshit. They might end on another cliffhanger, but this time I don't give a shit about the cliffhanger. I just, I feel like some things just ain't resolved. I definitely fear what's going to happen in this episode because I feel sorry for everybody involved. And I know it's going to be like a death knell because everybody liked the ending of Loki. It was like something that people were holding on to. And so if this one comes through weak, gonna erase all the goodwill the first season developed like nobody's gonna care to see these characters after this <clears throat> and that sucks because they got a lot of good actors involved in the show and they just didn't give them a lot to do didn't give them anything to work with uh this last episode i kind of agree that they were kind of spinning their wheels uh i thought that the the mobius stuff was going to be like a big payoff eventually in the show and it just kind of was throwing there like here you go and it did i didn't feel it at all i wouldn't expect it to be a big payoff i figured it was going to be something like oh he probably modeling on a jet ski or he probably sell jet skis or something so. i thought it would be a situation where like they resolve whatever issue needs to be resolved and they have some big conversation about the all right we can return to our regular lives now type of thing and like the show kind of almost ends with him like doing something with some jet skis or something like it's fair. like oh yeah that's why he always cared about jet skis yeah awesome yeah <laughs> nice full this full closure but nah they just it's like more right. close like no they're like see he sells jet skis that's why he cared about them all right whatever. I don't think he cared about jet skis I just think he kept saying a jet he just subliminally knew he liked jet skis but his character did overly care about his job selling jet skis. Like, motherfucker had two jet skis in the garage. <laughs> but uh, I'm just, I'm not feeling it. I don't like Sylvie. Like, I, mean, I didn't like Sylvie season one because I really? kept her at home. I'm, yes, after, yeah. after the end of the season, I was like, yeah, I don't like after, her. Yeah, after the end. And this is why. Because people get on Star-Lord so bad, like, oh, I hate Star-Lord. He's an idiot. 
he made this decision and now Thanos won because of this, but they all love Sylvie. Whose decision was worse? Sylvie's. You know why? Most people in Star-Lord's position would have done the exact same thing. You looking into the eyes of the motherfucker who just told you that he killed the love of your life and you're not going to react emotionally in the moment? You're lying. You're lying. Everybody keeps saying, I will wait till after we got the good. You're lying. You're <laughs> lying, bro. <laughs> like, cut it out. You are lying. Especially after he felt guilty because he was supposed to prevent it from happening. You're lying. Sylvie was just a selfish piece of shit. And she continued to be a selfish piece of shit this season. And she proved it in this episode. Yeah, I definitely. Everything was all good. Till her universe got spaghetti. Now it's like, no, we got to go back and fix it. Nah, where was that energy you just had a few minutes ago at the bar? Working at fucking McDonald's. Why you got to say it like that? It's your broke. It's like, (laughs) (laughs) McDonald's was hot back then, but McDonald's was really good. I wasn't alive, but. (laughs) I, uh, did you watch The Founder? No, 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 no. That's a documentary on it, right? It's not a documentary. It's a show. It's a movie. It's a movie? Yeah, with an old buddy from Birdman, from uh, the old Batman, Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton? Yeah. Michael Keaton plays the guy who stole the name McDonald's from the original McDonald's Brothers. I got to check that out. Is that on Netflix or something? I I could Google it. it's It's a good movie. I think it was supposed to be like awards bait, but I don't think it got no love. Uh, But it is like a cutthroat. 2016, really? It's on. Oh wow, Pluto. that's been out for a minute. It's on Free V, Pluto, Two, and Tubi. I was sleeping on Tubi. I figured that out uh, when me and uh, Tyler did the uh, <clears throat> 30 horror movies. Like everything is on Tubi. Yeah, Tubi got a lot of stuff. It's just that nowadays when you hear Tubi, you think about those terribly made original movies and shows. I mean, they got everything. They got the good stuff and the terrible stuff. Like you know they, who they need to hire? Big Jaw. Let Big Jaw produce some shit on Tubi. Man. He got a show on Tubi. On Tubi? They put Les- the Lesbian Homie 2 on Tubi. Oh, okay, bet. So they got... put some original content on it, though. They got... Yeah, it's awesome. I would love to see some Big Jaw on Tubi, on wherever they go going to get them. You've been watching uh my roommate pays all the bills. Not I'm waiting. Is it is the season over? No, nah, it's episode five drops Tuesday. I usually wait till a few of them are out before I start watching. Okay. I got I like waiting week to week, man. That shit that's that shit. I did uh I did it with cuddle season and I was getting annoyed, so <laughs> I'ma just wait. Uh cuddle season was great though, too. Cuddle season was dope. Cuddle season was dope. Um Oh, Marvel. If y'all want more of the Marvel talk, head over to the Patreon with the, the NBA show. Or actually, no, you're going to do it. Oh, as yeah, you got to be a $10 tier for $10 the bonus. Tier to get the bonus, like 30 minutes of Marvel talk. Yeah, uh, it's like 28 minutes. Yeah, you can pay $10 one time and you'll be good for the month. Maybe try it out and, and get the other perks as well. Might like it. One time, one time. $10 that's less than you paid at Chick-fil-A today or yesterday. Wait, today, because y'all going to hear this on Monday. Yeah, definitely not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely not on Sunday. Um, <clears throat> how how do you feel about Loki? Man? I don't care. I didn't. I didn't like Sylvie after the decision either. Um, I thought the Jonathan Major stuff was going to work for me. It was kind of meh. Um, 
I don't B15 hasn't done anything this season. Not a goddamn thing. Um Ravona Renslayer, what the hell she was? I forgot about her already. She got permed, and I guess that's it. Yeah. Um, Miss Minute's been the best thing about the show. She the real villain. And I ain't see her now uh, in a couple episodes episode and some change. So I, I um I'm ready for it to be over. I don't know what we, they're already talking about getting rid of uh Kang. So like what does this even mean? Like where is it gonna even fall into play? I, I just don't care. I don't care. I'm still gonna watch the shows when they come out, most likely, but it's just uh, the investment is gone. Should we review the Marvels? With the look, grin on your face? I don't I, sure. I'll do it. I'm just if were you planning on reviewing it? If I got somebody to talk about it with, I'll review almost anything. That's an open invite, by the way. Like for the people listening? Anybody listening, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I need to get back on a review with you and Tyler, man. I ain't I ain't done one with Tyler in a while. Um I think the only one I did with Tyler was it Barbarian? The only one ever, you mean? The last one, I mean. Okay, maybe. That was last year. That was last year. You haven't been on one with this year? Not with Tyler, I don't think, unless it was... We did Shy with uh, Bel Air, right? Yeah, did he jump... Was Tyler on the Scream review? Scream? Did we review Scream? Did we? Yeah, we did review Scream this year. Who's we? You and me. All right. I feel feel like Tyler had to be there. I feel like if Tyler wasn't there for screens or something, right? Uh, you made me dig. That was when was that? Should have been in January or February. All right, there's the whale, Megan, a man called Otto. I could the cabin, Zola, man, cocaine, Creed, or March, I guess. Nope, Scream Six. Here we go. I only have Tyler here. Oh, so I didn't do that one. Okay. Do screen. Damn, fuck am I thinking? So yeah, I ain't done one with Tyler since last year, and I'm pretty sure it was Barbarian. Crazy. Real crazy. Um, but yeah, I don't give a shit about Loki. Tyler has some good reviews this year. Um, but yeah, I don't care. I I don't Echo comes out January. Have you seen the trailer for it? I've seen people say the trailer looks very great. I'm gonna be honest. Surprise. Say what? I'm gonna be honest. It looked like they cooking in that motherfucker. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Every single time they bring. Oh back. no 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 no! This one is different. Keep on calling me back. Me back. This one is different. Let me tell you why. <laughs> this is TVMA. Mm. Mm. Like it says at the end of the trailer, set your settings for adult content to be able to watch this show and when it's tvma i mean it's in the trailer like blood motherfucker gets shot in the head like okay a neck gets snapped like it this look like netflix marvel all right now the storytelling i don't know shit might be ass i know this is getting 10 episodes okay so so we'll see. That's two check marks in a good box. That's two check marks. We'll see. 
I'm gonna give it a chance because I initially had no interest in this at all. I'm curious how they're gonna do her speaking. Uh, if they're just gonna do subtitles, they probably will the same way they did uh her and Hawkeye. It's gonna be different with her as the main character, I think. I mean, it is, but I we it, it shouldn't be that difficult. It won't be difficult for me, but yeah, it won't be difficult for me. We'll see how it plays out. All right, the big one, I guess. And I might let me know if I'm missing anything. Oh, wait, hold too, up, it's too big. Invincible. I was gonna say it's two big ones. Yeah, the no, 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 Invincible, and then the big one. Invincible <laughs> back is big, ain't it? Huh? Invincible being big and back ain't big. It's not bigger than the big one. All right, Invincible's back. Um, Midnight Boys made the comment. You can tell the budget is bigger. Yeah. Already, were you as confused as I was by the beginning of that episode? For a second, I was. Well, not for a second, for a minute, I was. I was like, I know this isn't real, mm-hmm. but it's either a dream sequence or a different universe type thing. Did you recognize the voice of the black guy? <laughs> or did you already know? Not until I watched someone's reaction and I found out who it was. It's your boy. I recognize the voice pretty quickly. Shannon, little brother. Sterling K. Brown, getting money. Um, and as soon as I re- recognized the voice, I was like, oh, this ain't no regular character. Like, he- no, it's not. I, I knew it wasn't a. I don't know if I told you this, but after I watched season one of Invincible, I was like, wait, this is an actual comic? Like, they already have stories. And I looked up, uh, what was it? It was a video on YouTube. I had watched, I had went down a rabbit hole of Invincible content one night on YouTube. And I watched a video called it's a channel called Key Issues, and it talks about like different comic stuff. Let me make a comment real quick. Go ahead. This is at a three-on-one fast break, and Brogdon threw up the lob, and two dudes tried to dunk it at the same time, and they missed. Oh, my God. That's terrible. Um, and they're still, <laughs> they're still beating the Grizzlies right now, by the way. Jesus. The ass bowl. Um. <laughs> And it's called Invincible Mark Grayson Comic History Explained. Okay. 25-minute long video. Interesting. I don't think I want to know anything personally. But... <clears throat> Hold up, though. I came to that conclusion like 17, 18 minutes into the video, but I was like, I'm already here. I might as well finish. <laughs> like, I I know about this dude, Angstrom hey. Lee. Now, granted, when I watched this, I was like, oh, I remember him now. I had forgot this stuff because we haven't gotten Invincible in two years. Gotcha. That's when I watched the video. But other stuff I know that I wish I didn't know. Gotcha. Somebody um said that they already have changed some things about this character. I think it was Jomi. Is it Jomi? Read the comics? Or Charles? Um, no, 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 no. It was... uh, Was it Jomi? I don't think it was Jomi. Maybe it was Charles. I don't know. I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know. Hold um, fight. Hold up. On the basketball court? Yeah, the Kamara dude just flipped Santi Aldama and he was sprinting like he was about to throw hands. But the ref stopped. What did they just do? 
But yeah, first episode. How how did you? My bad. Yeah, first episode back. Um, <sighs> Mauler Brothers is low key my some of my favorite characters. Yo, I love them dudes. I hope they're around forever. Like they goons, but they smart. Like that's that's amazing characters, and they funny, hilarious, hilarious. So I mess with the Mauler brothers. Starting out with them, always a W. Sterling K. Brown, and like they introduce him as this meek mom and a dude. Did some stuff go wrong? You know, you gotta have the scientists with some stuff go wrong, and they all of a sudden they badass like this. He got the brain locks. <laughs> He got the the brain locks going on, and he pissed. Like I'm, I'm very excited to see what he got going on. Um, what else we got? I forgot that uh, Mark was gonna get back with old girl, which is annoying. I was not happy to see her. Not, not, not happy to see her either. Mark, Mark, got to do better. Can we just hurry up and get to like the romantic thing we really want to see? Yeah, I, I, I don't need her around at all. Um. Glad to see Adam Eve is still around. Mm-hmm. Um, the Immortal being added to the team felt necessary because these boys out here soft. They suck. They trash. They was getting bodied by eight year old. If that's what we want to call him, I thought they was trying to say he was something else that I won't say. I, I thought that oh. was a possibility, but they didn't <laughs> they haven't played it out yet. <laughs> they haven't played it out yet, so we'll see. Cause we don't know. We didn't see him transform back or nothing like that. So yeah. we'll see. But um, I'm excited to see where the season goes. I'm excited as well. I want to know how much they cover in this season uh, from some stuff that I know, because I don't know. I My memory doesn't have everything. I just have like big stuff. Okay. Things that I don't want to remember, but I'm retaining the fucking memory. Um, I want to see what they do. I hope they do a lot of new stuff that they did like they don't do a one of one from the comics thing so maybe I am surprised by some stuff right. they have changed some stuff I heard so. Yeah. so um yeah I'm excited about that um did you watch the Adam E special they did I did okay I watched it as well um I watched it right before this actually for the first time oh wow okay right before Invincible I know I watched it like a month or two ago okay so you watched it when it first like, like not long after it came out okay um, but yeah, not too much to really go into in the first episode. Just a solid first episode, obviously setting up the season. I'm excited though. Yeah, definitely excited. I wasn't gonna wait, but I was like, nope, I got some time to knock in a couple episodes, so I knocked it out, and um, it allowed me to listen to some content that I've been putting off. So the big one, Attack on Titan finale. Uh, skip ahead again. Show notes if you ain't trying to hear about this. Spoilers because we will be talking spoilers. We got to talk about the spoilers. Yeah. Um, skip ahead. You know, I'm trying to kill time right now. In case you washing your hands or something, you you got you eating <laughs> wings. You need to wipe your fingers off so you can touch your phone. Whatever. Maybe your phone in the other room. You didn't walk away. You need to get back to it. Um, all that good stuff. So killing time. Spoiler warning, we about to spoil Attack on Titan. Do not tweet me. Do not message me talking about I can't believe y'all talked about Attack on Titan. Check the show notes to avoid 
spoilers. I've given y'all like a full minute and some change now to exit the podcast and or move to a further point in the podcast. Talk about it. Rest in peace with my dog, man. Rest in peace to Malcolm Aaron Yeager X. Um, you know. You a Jaeger, is that what I'm hearing? I can't call it. You know. Um Yeah, man. This this hour and twenty eight minutes or whatever it was was emotional. I, I don't know about you, but I, I definitely got emotional a couple times. The the <clears throat> the part that really like all the emotions leading up throughout the whole thing. And and then when Armin wakes up and sees Mikasa holding Aaron's head and he just lets out that cry, I'm like, bro, that shit almost broke me. (laughs) (laughs) That shit almost broke me, man. And and then has some moments. Armin has some moments. Like and then you see all the past comrades and you see Levi doing the the joint. <laughs> and you see the tear fall. Down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> see the tear fall down and then they so show Sasha and shit. It's just it was an emotional moment. The music, everything. Emotional episode. I expected it. I just want to say <clears throat> for years. Been hearing Mongery to say, I can't wait for anime fans to see the the finale and see what they do it's hated they fuck it up i can't find where they fucked it up at Mm -mm. this was perfect to me yeah um i talked to the guy that um i got into it because like i said he got deeper into it than i did Uh and he he read the manga and he did mention some stuff that they changed because i do know they changed some stuff but the stuff that they changed was more so adding clarity and context yeah, to things that were kind of left ambiguous in the manga where like American audiences would not have understood what was being said if they did not make the changes they made. So that's, and that was mostly in the, um, the scene with Armin and Aaron. Yeah. That's and what I heard I think as well. In the scene with, with Mikasa, where they talking about Mikasa as well, like all that stuff. And I could tell watching it that it felt off, uh, like different. Like it felt like uh, they went back and said, "Oh, let's let's change the wording on this a little bit." Um, I think in the manga, Armin said that he wanted Aaron to complete the task or something like that. I saw in the manga that um, Armin said, "Thank you for yeah. becoming a mass murderer for us." Right, something like that. Yeah, which is fucking weird. Yeah, so then that that would not have gone over well with. American audiences at all but it was interesting thinking back to the beginning of the show where I just knew Armin was going to die and be like the person that Aaron rode for the rest of the show and then Armin being like the most, one of the most important people in the show by the end um, I love the callback with all the old um, titans like through the history bringing them all back I wish we actually had gotten more of them mm-hmm like to where we we got to connect with them a little bit more, know their names and stuff like that at least. Um 
But like you said, I don't feel like they missed anything. And the fact that the resolution wasn't even really the resolution, like it wasn't a world resolution. It was like, hey, this battle, this war is over. But you know how people do. And they're going to find new reasons to fight. And da, 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 da. And it's like, yeah, you're not lying, bro. You I think that lying. was the most realistic ending they could have done. Yeah. Like, he did all of that. And he, I think he mentioned it in the conversation with Armin. Like, it doesn't stop anything. Like, war continues. But I did this so y'all can live peacefully. Mm-hmm. When y'all time is up, yeah, war will begin, begin again. But while y'all are still here, I did what I did. I made this sacrifice so y'all could live peacefully. And then another thing someone made a call back to may not even be connected, but knowing this, it probably is. In the first episode, when she goes to Armin, I mean, not Armin, Aaron, and says, Aaron, why are you crying? He's crying under the tree in the place where he's going to be buried. This show is fucking amazing. They talked about how like he all everything was happening at once for him. Mm-hmm. So he talked about that. And there were definitely a few moments where that you could see. You could see that was planned. Like it's not just some stuff they threw together there. Yeah, that's why I love this show because anytime a revelation comes up and you're like, wait, it was like that the whole time. Mm-hmm. There's no holes in it to where it's like. Oh, they just threw this in. They just threw this in later. It's all been set up. It's like when uh when he was back in time with his father, and there was a moment when his father was at the door when he was young or something, and you saw he was actually looking past, like he was looking at older Aaron, but we didn't know back then. Right. Also, the revelation that he sent that fucking Titan. Say what? The revelation that he sent that Titan to eat. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they kind of like cut it off before he could get deeper into yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, this, it, it, the whole Ymir thing that she was, that I had to watch it twice. The Ymir thing fucked, fucked me up because I was watching it with some fan subs. Mm. And the subs was like, I'm like, yo, what? Like this, I said, I gotta watch it again with the real subs. The Ymir thing and the Mikasa thing. The the parallels between the two when she was kind of connected to Mikasa, and Mikasa was the kind of the key to her moving going from the 2000 years of being in the path, and I guess her love for Aaron connected. It was a lot. <laughs> Yeah, the fact that Ymir was just in love with this dude and caused all these problems is crazy. In love with a dude who tried to have her killed. Right. Had her tongue ripped out. Like, really, this woman just a, a abuse victim that was attached to an abuser? And that's, she did all this? Crazy. I'll tell you one thing. First of all, <clears throat> the little worm thing freaked me out. I hated it. Um... <laughs> the noise they made when it moved and shit, I'm like, I don't, uh, I don't like that. Um, but boy, I almost lost it when Connie, John, and Gabby and them turned into tight. Um, I know it's not about to end like this. I I was pissed. I was like, I know they, they didn't just set me up like this. 
I was like, I know they didn't just do this. I was in a whole Discord with Gifted and like two other people, and everybody was quiet. And I was like, wait, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> like, did, and nobody was answering me. And I'm like, <laughs> did that just happen? Like, did they just clap them off like that? But in any other show, I would have said, oh, that's, you know, that's a cop out turning them back to human. But it's, it's always been set up. The founder had power to do these things. Yeah. So, yeah, everything was planned. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we've seen it happen before. I think. Have we seen it happen before? Or did they? I don't think, so. I don't think they we've told been. us it could happen before. Yeah, well, we've never actually seen it happen. <laughs> um, what was one of your favorite scenes from this? My favorite scene. So, the scene where Levi and Mikasa like devised the plan to get into to Aaron's mouth. Uh, apparently the longest one shot animated scene in the show. That shit looked amazing. And it was the same animator that did the Levi versus uh old buddy shot. And like I don't think I appreciated it live, but watching the video back, I was like, oh damn, like he really went off. I appreciate it live because I'm like, bro, the whole scene with Levi, like, I'm like, he, it, who animated this? <laughs> <laughs> they go, when Levi has a scene, they make sure they go all Levi in. Levi be getting busy. Like, I'm glad that he got to get busy in this episode because I was worried they was going to do him dirty because his body was beat down. He got one eye. Got they had to injure him, man. Leg was, leg was backwards. <laughs> They had to injure Levi, man. My boy the Leg fight was wouldn't have been fair. The fight boy, wouldn't have been fair. Our boy Leg was backward. If they had a healthy Levi in this fight, the show, the, the shit would have been 50 minutes instead of hours. <laughs> Levi was still getting it done with one, with one leg, one eye, face <laughs> taped together, like still shout out, shout out to double O Gabby. She 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 still she still ain't missed. She still I ain't seen her miss a shot yet. He really has it now that you mentioned it. She, uh, dang, Gabby, yeah, Gabby, uh, American Sniper, I yeah, like, <laughs> she can't, she can't. shout out to Falco. One I forgot of the she was looking Titans I ever seen. That was tight, that Titan was fire. Like, how he even know, how he even decide that? Like, I think they mentioned it. It's because his name, because his name sounded like Falcon, so they had to put some it was a dream he had. Oh, okay, like, even in the last special, remember. Because he was just a jaw titan. Was he a jaw titan? He's the jaw titan. Yes, you're right. He took it. But Zeke's fluid got into his mouth, remember? Pause. 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 Pause, man. Pause. Oh, my God. I can't believe I just said that. Um... Okay, let's let's run this back. Dang, yo. Titan spinal fluid right. that was in the wine. Yes. yes. Got into <clears throat> Falco's mouth. Still sound crazy. <laughs> but which means technically the beast titan powers mm-hmm. him as well. So that was like the jaw mixed with the beast and his beast. Just happened to be 
Yeah, I think it's I think it's uh I think it's a mental thing. Because when you saw that other beast titan that um the like little Zeke's predecessor, Zeke's predecessor was the, the ram head thing. Right. That was his beast titan. Right. Zeke's beast titan was just a big monkey, and I think he had like a toy or something like that. If they and when they show the flashbacks when he's younger, like before he snitches out his parents, he has a toy like that, I think. Okay. I, I think it's a mental thing. Gotcha. So like I would probably be a cheetah or something like that. Cause I like cheetahs growing up. That'd be stupid as fuck to be honest. But fast as hell? As a beast titan? To be fast? The beast titan you if you was a cart titan, you would be a cheetah. That sound more that sound. But You'd be a weak ass beast titan if you were cheap. But uh no, probably be a wolf. Probably a wolf. I make that I guess. A werewolf. He's only two legs. Uh, I've watched it three times already. Aiden. Oh, sorry. He was dominating. I've I've watched it three times already. Um I get emotional each time I watch it. It's just a beautiful story. It's a beautiful ending. I love how they keep it open ending at the end because he walked the kid walks into the tree the same way Ymir did. It's not the same tree, obviously, but that is the tree I think where Aaron was uh was buried. So I mean, who knows what's in it? Right. I know I know that I hope they don't continue the story. Just leave it there. Yeah, but, I'm really not coming back. Yeah, but who knows? It's crazy to think the beginning of this show, we was like, all right, it's humans versus Titans. Like, I got an idea where this is going. And we just like, yeah, completely had no fucking idea. And it, I love the way it built on itself every season. Yeah. In a natural way. Yeah. Like it told a contained story every season and then opened the story up at the end. Like, All right, let's go to this next level. <clears throat> it's just a beautiful story, man. Great storytelling. Shout out to the writers, animators, everybody involved. Voice actor. The scene with the fucking baby where they saving the baby. And I'm like, damn, they pushed the baby to the front to get stomped on first. I was like, why they put the baby? Like, they, they offered the baby to the Titans? Like, <laughs> <laughs> obviously, they was trying to save the baby, but I'm like, don't move him to the front, goddammit. They threw the mom in the ocean, save the baby. That's crazy. Um, yeah, man. I, I don't. Are we missing anything? I mean, we can't sit on it too long. We do got mad stuff to talk about. So I mean, we almost an hour in. Yeah. Let's let yeah, let's 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 move along. Should this be a bonus? Nah, leave it in. Pause. Right. Pause. 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 <clears throat> let's take a quick break. We'll be back after these messages. Three years ago, I picked up a mic for the first time and started my podcasting journey. Since then, I've tried a lot of different softwares and distribution services, but I finally landed on Zencaster and I couldn't be happier. It's so easy to record a podcast with Zencaster. I can log into my browser and start recording a high quality podcast right away. You get studio quality sound and up to 4K video with your guests. Feel a sense of Zen. See what they did there? 
knowing that Zencaster's multi-layer backups ensure that you always have your recordings in the highest quality, even if the connection is unstable. Zencaster is an all-in-one service as well. And one thing you'll learn about podcasting is that you need a lot of different tools and services to put out a professional podcast. With Zencaster, those days are over. Zencaster's all-in-one podcasting platform allows you to create your podcast all in one place and distribute to Spotify, Apple, and other major destinations. Go to Zencaster.com slash pricing and use our code MAVSOUTSIDERS and you'll get 30% off your first month of any Zencaster paid plan. I want you to have the same easy experiences I do for all of my podcasting and content needs. It's time to share your story. You can also hit the link in the show notes. All right, back to the show. All right, we're back. And uh, it's time to talk about basketball. Uh, First of all, two games since we last spoke. Mavs lost to the Nuggets and beat the Hornets. Any any main takeaways you want to talk about from either of these two games? I know what I want to talk about. I'll let you go first. It's kind of one of my big topics of the week. Wait, hold up. You mentioned the Matt. Oh, you said the Hornets. My yeah. fault. I thought you said something else. Go ahead. My bad. So Nuggets game was rough. Nuggets game was rough. And it made me ask the question. I'm going to say pause up front. Does size matter? Are the Mavs too small to work the middle? Shout out to Aaliyah. Are the Mavs too small? I think so. Do we have what is the answer to to our size problem? Extends. I'm so fucking mad you said that because I was thinking it, but I wasn't going to say it. Um, I mean, I was about to say, hey, we got Rashawn Holmes on the bench, but Rashawn Holmes is only like six nine. He doesn't solve our size problem. Um. We just we don't have the size. We have to find other ways to make up for it. And I think running as a fast-paced team does that, especially when we're going up against bigger. Like, first of all, going against going against Jokic, you need to be running on offense. Tire his ass the fuck out. Because nine times out of ten, if you're running on offense, four other players get up the court on defense from the Nuggets, but Jokic ain't. You can score by the time his fat ass get half court. Yeah. And I love Jokic, but he's just not he's not about to be running like that. And if he is, he ain't getting man time. <clears throat> but there's just there's no solution right now for our size problem. Unless we make a trade, but I don't see that happening. Yeah. Um that Nuggets game made me think that we cannot be a contender unless we make a trade. Cannot be serious contender unless we make a trade because the teams that I fear <clears throat> are going to outsize us. What teams do you fear? To be too many sizey teams. I think the Lakers are too big for us. I think the Nuggets are obviously too big for us. I think the Wolves are too big for us. Um, I think the Warriors might be too big for us. Just with Looney, Why is that? Looney got Looney girthy out here. All right, all right, bro. You you doing this shit on purpose. Doing this shit on purpose. Um, 
Loon, they not too big for us. Pause. Looney's like six nine. He plays big, sure, but I mean, Derek Lively, come on, Looney. I'm I'm cool with that. Being lively by the end of the season is gonna be enough for for Looney. Yeah, for sure, for okay. sure. Um, the Lakers, I'm not sure about either. AD soft. Yes. Okay. That's precisely why. And no offense, I'm not worried about Christian Wood or Jackson Hayes. No, that's fair. Now the Timberwolves, that's fair. The Nuggets, obviously, that's fair. Pelicans? No. Okay. No. No. Not worry about them. That's really. I mean, I was gonna say Kings, but I don't think they got that. Hell no. I don't think Sabonis is physical enough either. Yeah. And the Grizzlies are without Adams, so we got to worry about that. It really is just the Wolves. Nuggets, Pelicans, and maybe Lakers. Maybe Lakers. Yeah. I, I don't even know if I would like the Pelicans. They got Val, but Zion, he not, he just strong as fuck. That's the, that's what I'm, I'm saying. I don't think we got, we don't got the girth to handle a team with two bigs. Zion is not a big, he just round. Like he, he just is big. He just is big. <laughs> so my one just is big. My problem, my fear is our inability to keep teams off the glass in a playoff half court situation. The Nuggets had 19 offensive rebounds. They have 44 misses. Do the math. That's a problem. They rebounded almost half of their misses. Yeah. <clears throat> you can't win when their opponent is getting two shots every other time down the court. I didn't watch the I fell asleep during the second half because I had work in the fucking morning and I saw that we wasn't winning that game. It was nice that we didn't get blown out, but I, I could tell early on that the game was over. It was nice to see that Luca finished with an efficient scoring game considering how he started. Mm. I don't know what the second half looked like, but it, it was nice to see that he bounced back from that because I've seen plenty of times where he has not. Um, but I'm not overreacting to the loss like I've seen some people doing the time on. It was a respectable loss, to be honest. Yeah. All, <laughs> things, all things considered, it was a respectable loss. It just emphasized the fact that we are not going to be able to keep anybody off the glass with our roster as currently composed. And that's a big deal in the playoffs. It may not be as it may not hurt us much in the regular season, but it's gonna kill us in the playoffs. Like Lively gets boards for us because he's big, but you can tell he's not like physical, huh? I don't think he's physical. In the he's playoffs. not physical on the boards. No, he he's long and he's tall, so he's gonna get them, especially against teams like the Spurs, the the Hornets tonight, who give up boards against other centers, like. They've been giving up for us against other centers this season. Um, he's going to get them. But if he's going against somebody physical like Jokic, even a Valanciunas, like you said, that's that's actually fair. Um, team with Rudy Gobert and Cat. Well, well I'm not calling Cat physical. But, huh? Vucevic gave us 20-20. Yeah, Vucevic gave us 20-20. and 20. Like, he's not physical on the boards, so. Those matchups are going to be tough, but it's still early. 
we have things to work out, obviously. I just like where we are right now. Okay. Um, nice to see us beat the Hornets tonight. I had a poll asking if the Hornets own us or not. Thought it was going to take us finding Madam Zeroni to break the curse. <laughs> um, or, or or True Love's Kiss, whatever it was going to take. We, we, I didn't think we were going to break the curse. Um, Lamelo deciding to become Prime Ray Allen in the fourth quarter was interesting. Uh, Boy put up a 30 point triple double on our ass and had a slow start. He just went stupid in the fourth quarter. And um, I'm glad it played out the way it did. The Mavs team has proven to be clutch this year, absolutely. Been given the opportunities, they finished games. Grant Williams, the fourth quarter. Went stupid. Um, adding a new segment. I'm gonna go ahead and do it now. Why since we're on the topic, clutch. I was about to say, I feel like you was doing you was segueing toward on purpose. Yeah. Um, shout out to our our fifty dollar patron who had had some input for the show. We're gonna do a clutch play or player of the week. And I'm giving it to Grant Williams this week. I knew you was doing giving it to him. So came in this game. I think it was a two point game when he came in. Uh, I had already prepared to talk about him being a little bit quiet. And then he scored 10 points down the stretch in in the last seven minutes of the game, uh, including a four-point play. Ready came in, ready to fire, no hesitation, unlike other people on the team. And um, it was big. We needed it down the stretch. He helped us keep the Hornets at bay, and then we were able to close them out uh, in in the final, final stretch. But this team, if we're it's a close game, I'm I'm, I'm have faith in the team. Yeah, I, they've done everything they can to instill that faith in me. They've given me no reason to doubt them in close games. Like you said, Grant Williams played well in this game in the first half, but that final stretch, he was key for us. Not only him, but Jaden Hardy as well. Derek Lively on defense. Everybody stepped up. Um. I put on Twitter, hey, these close games been cute and all, but like I'm kind of over it. But it is fun to watch, especially when they're playing like this. If they win, yeah. If they win, yeah, it's fun to watch. If not, it pisses me the fuck off. But um, yeah, uh, Grant Williams, I think, deserves it, especially after this game tonight, where you think if he did not have this clutch game tonight, would it possibly have gone to someone else? Possibly, yes. Okay. I was just I, once he had this game and you told me about that award, I was like, Yeah, because I was gonna I was because after this game I was considering giving it to him, but I wanted to double check to see if somebody else deserved it. But the, considering the the entirety of this stretch, I had to give it to him. <clears throat> I had to give it to him. Um yeah. <clears throat> have some other takeaways from this week, but I'm gonna save them for now. Uh, any other things we want to say about these two games in particular? I do want to shout out Lively for tonight on the on the stat sheet. Yeah. Uh, there was one play in particular that I thoroughly enjoyed. The guy got beat off the dribble, drives to the lane. I'm used to just watching Dwight Powell flail at it and layup be given up. But Derek Lively met was a JT Thor at the rim. JT Thor, yeah. Big block. Uh, it felt good. I got a tingle in my body. No pause. Um, 
All right, you yeah. don't let, let, let it's, it's that time of night for you. Let's I'm get not, you. I'm not used to bigs actually stopping somebody at the rim. That's just not something I'm used to seeing as a Dallas Mavericks fan. So, felt good, man. Felt really good. Got a lively 15 and 14 tonight in the block. He had an assist as well. Any thoughts from you? I just would like to say, I think Jaden Hardy has earned his minutes. Um, unfortunately, that probably means less minutes for Seth, if any, but. It's no more of that Jaden Hardy not playing tonight type shit. He need to be playing at least 10 minutes. Is that your last comment? Yeah. I'm going to take a quick break, and I want to start with talking about Jaden Hardy. That's my next topic. Okay. Amplify your sports passion with Bet Online. Bet on your favorite teams and sporting events to make every moment even more exciting. The NFL season is basically underway, and there's a lot of money waiting for you to win. What better way to enjoy some Sunday night football than to have some stake in the game with Bet Online? Not comfortable placing bets before games? That's cool. You can take advantage of live and play betting for any game. Watching the New York Jets? Second quarter, going into halftime. Aaron Rodgers only has 130 passing yards, and you're thinking maybe, just maybe. He can hit 350. If you like the lines on it, place the bet during the live game and cash out if he hits even before the game is over. The live betting feature allows you to bet on your favorites quickly and easily and in real time. Find live lines for all major sporting events, including NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL, and soccer along with a wide variety of promotions, including welcome bonus, reload bonuses, free bets, and contests. Claim your welcome bonus and get started with a bang. Register today and grab your exclusive welcome bonus to start your sportsbook betting journey. Go to the link in the show notes to receive a 50% bonus on your first deposit up to $1,000. Dollars. So before the break, uh, we talked about Jaden Hardy needing minutes. Um, coming into the season, I said he earned. I wanted him to. I want him to have Tim Hardaway Jr.'s minutes. Uh, somehow tonight, Tim Hardaway still managed to get thirty-two minutes. Tim Hardaway five for seventeen tonight. Four for twelve from three. He had a nice brick dunk. That led to a fast break and made this game interesting at the end. Jaden Hardy played 14 minutes, had 14 points, four boards. It has been my contention that Jaden Hardy can give you everything that Tim Hardaway Jr. does. And then some. And potentially more. And based on the playing time that he has received recently, I don't think I have any reason to change my mind on that. How do you feel about it? You feel, I feel the exact same way? way. I feel the exact same way. We've always said it like they're both volume shooters. Only difference is I trust Jaden Hardy to create his own shot or attack the basket better than Tim Hardaway Jr. does because he has the actual handle. And Jaden Hardy has potential. He's young. Tim Hardaway Jr. is old. And to and to be quite honest, Jaden Hardy isn't the chucker that Tim Hardaway Jr. is. Nope. Dean Hardy ain't just going to pull bullshit just because. Nah. He wants to get buckets, but he wants to get buckets mm. smartly. 
the bullshit Tim is pulling is contested threes. Tim will be the ball handler in a pick and roll. Barely go around the screen and pull up for three. Contested. That's the type of shit he'll do. Jaden will pull from three if somebody's closing out. But he's not. He pulls up for bad shots, but not nearly to the volume that Tim does. No. It's not close. And he's very much like that on the court are important. Yeah. And again, even if he was taking the shots Tim was taking, I could at least excuse it because he's young. And I, I don't think he takes as bad a shots as Tim does. No. Even if he's just because you're missing shots doesn't mean they're bad shots. Like Tim could go five for 17, but if they're all good looks, I'm not going to be mad. Yeah. If he's missing, but the shots he's taking are so ass that if he's missing them, then it, it's, it just doubles, compounds the, the assness of the shot selection. I will say Tim is getting to the basket more often this season so far. Yeah. Which I would like to see him finish more, but the fact that he's even trying to get there and not just settling. And even in the mid-range area, like I'm, I've seen him pump fake guys step up in the mid-range area and, and take a shot. I like to see that. I want to see more of that. So uh, I appreciate that effort in this game. But yeah, it, it's nothing that Tim can give you that Jaden Hardy can't. It's funny because I was starting to soften on Tim Hardaway Jr. I, I still, because I, I'm, I'm just over looking at him, ready for him to go, would not cry the moment he's traded. But I understand his value to the team. Yeah. And understand him getting minutes. And I was starting to like just not even care about the Jaden Hardy situation. But now that I'm seeing Jaden Hardy get minutes, I'm reminded, oh, yeah, we don't need Tim. To that degree. Now, again, I'll say it. Same thing I feel about about Derek Lively. It's good to have more than one of something in case there's injuries and stuff like that. But I would love to see Tim's minutes start to come down and Jaden start to go up. And I'd argue Jaden can give you the exact same thing if given the amount of minutes that heart that Tim is getting. If not more, based on the time he's been given and the production he's already shown. Yeah. So that that conversation is not going to die. I think that Seth has been pushed to the wayside officially at this point, which is fine. He's still hesitant to shoot a little bit. I'm fine with him being a depth piece at this yeah. time. Uh, Derek Jones Jr. in his past game, kind of quiet and didn't get the minutes. I'm, I'm going to give kid kudos for managing the, the wing minutes the way he has so far. Uh, not mad at it. Not mad at his, his quick trigger. It's still early. I feel like he's doing a decent enough job of playing whoever needs to be played in these situations. That includes the Josh Greens. That includes the Exums and, of course, Hardy and Tim and all that good stuff. Like he's Besides Tim getting 100 minutes every night, guaranteed, which I personally wouldn't do, but I understand that why kids doing it, I really can't be mad at the rotations. So, I agree. I think I think the rotations has been um, a high point for, for Jason Kidd so far in the season, and it showed when Sean Sweeney was coaching the, against the fucking Nuggets on Friday because those rotations were trash. Um, but kid has been good with the rotations. He hasn't been afraid to bring guys out that aren't performing. Like usually last year, I'm used to Tim being 
ass out there, but still being able to finish games and still getting these minutes. And that's not the case this year. And I love to see that. So um, kudos to him. I'm going to give credit where it's due. Uh, his rotations, especially like you said, at the wing position, have been solid. As uh, long as we keep it up and long as guys are producing, you won't hear a peep out of me about Jason Kidd. Maybe with some other shit, but not about that. <clears throat> yeah. And again, we both have said it. We're going to hate on certain things, certain players, certain people. But if they're doing what they're supposed to do, it's hard to hate. We're not just going to hate to hate. We're going to give props where they're due. So uh, shout out to Kid on his rotations. Uh, Luca, I think, in his last game did start to get loose with the, the complaining. Like he got a tech tonight. Mm-hmm. Hope to see him tighten that back up because uh, I was happy with what I was seeing early on. But what are your what are your thoughts there? I mean... A tech here and there is not a problem for me. Like, the the first four games, we saw none of that. And I know once he started doing it with the Nuggets, people are like, oh, here he go. He ain't changed with that bullshit again. I'm like, look, y'all need to chill. Like, this shit is a fucking process. Like, he's learning. Clearly, he's learning from the mistakes. We saw it in the first four games. I'm not just going to throw that to the wayside because he's doing it in this game. People are going to get frustrated. That's cool. As long as it doesn't continue to be a thing every game or every other game i'm okay with it and it seems that he's getting away from that so if it happens here there that's fine especially if it's justified but it's clear that he's making progress so like you like i said attack here and there i'm okay with okay um the other big thing that we haven't gotten to talk about haven't addressed yet is Kyrie irving's return so he had been out for a few games. He did come back for the Nuggets game was back in this game. The shootings, especially from three, is still not quite what we want it to be. How are you feeling about Kyrie thus far this season? I'm, I'm going to give Kyrie another week before I start officially worrying about him. Because I, at first it was like, all right, he's having trouble finishing at the rim. He's having trouble shooting. I, I just... He's. I feel like he's not being aggressive as he needs to be sometimes, especially when Luca's off the court. Right. Um. He did have a double double tonight, but but still, um, I have one week left before I start questioning what's going on with Kyrie. Okay. And do you think it's mental or physical, or do you not even have a thought? Right I don't now? even have an answer yet. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. Yeah. Um. It's been interesting. Apparently, there's a lot of conversation about. Uh, Kyrie deferring to Luca and being in the corner and stuff like that, but you can't even really say that because, like you said, he's not being aggressive when Luca's off the court. Yeah, sometimes. so it's not that; it's something else going on. And yeah, I I want to see some more as well before I push a panic button. And as long as we're winning, it's hard to panic too much. But it is definitely something to keep an eye on because he's not he has not been the Kyrie that we all expected thus far this season. <clears throat> It is still the start of the season, uh, even in a week when I say, you know, depending on how he plays, if I'm worrying, but he, we need him to get it together. Start untucking that jersey, bro. We need untucked jersey Kyrie out this bitch. Anything else? That's it. I feel bad because we're kind of breezing through the basketball stuff after we spent almost an hour on the movie stuff, but yeah, it's what but- it is. Matt, it's the outside of we get outside the topic. Yeah, facts. 
Um, <clears throat> I guess we'll take this last break. We'll come back in our, our other weekly segments, the Unsung Hero and the Weekly Forecast after these messages. Here on the Mavs Outsiders podcast, you're not going to hear a whole lot of capping going on. But today, we're making an exception. That's because we're proud to be sponsored by New Era Cap, the official headwear provider of the NFL, MLB, and NBA. When the Mavs won the title in 2011, one of the first things I did was jump online to buy championship merch. I bought two things, a t-shirt with the path to the ring and the official New Era cap with the Larry O'Brien trophy beside the Mavs logo. I can describe it 12 years later because that hat is just as crispy as it was the day it arrived. You too can support the Mavs in style by purchasing your own New Era cap. And because we like you, we're going to give you a discount code. Shop the official headwear provider of the NBA and get 15% off when you go to neweracap.com slash MavsOutsiders and use code MavsOutsiders at checkout. That's 15% off your order using promo code MavsOutsiders. You can thank us later. Some exclusions apply. All right, we're back. And it is time for our weekly segments. Kind of curious where this Unsung Hero Award is going to go. But Reese, let's have it. Well, before I get to the Unsung Hero, I would like to shout out the Patron of the Week. Patron of the Week this week goes to Brooke Woods, who was in the $20 tier, which, if I'm not mistaken, is the All Outsiders team which means when we do these zoom hangouts she's eligible to be there you want to be there too sign up for the 20 dollars tier we do a zoom hangout at least once a month where we'll be watching a game with the people in the 20 dollars tier um so shout out to brooke woods for being patron the week this week but reese's unsung player of the week last week went to grant williams this week, it was a little tough. I'm like, all right, I'm trying to stay true to what I said last week with the unsung thing, but it's kind of hard to, to, to pick somebody. So we're going back to back. We're going back to back this week. Grant Williams, back to back with it. He's the unsung hero again this week, especially after the Hornets game. I was like, all right, I can't. I will feel wrong giving it to anybody else. I will feel wrong giving it to anybody else after that clutch performance. So he swept the day. Was I was going to say, was it potentially going somewhere else if he didn't have that performance today? Probably not, but this performance solidified it. Like, it was no question. I couldn't look anywhere else. I thought about giving to Derek Jones Jr., but he had two games this week where it was just like, especially tonight, I just, I couldn't do it. Um, But yeah, Grant Williams runs it back. Somebody, I, I think somebody tweeted us this week and was like, it's going to be hard. I'm curious, like, who I'm going to give the award to. Like, it's it's going to be hard, probably, moving forward to give it to anybody other than Grant Williams. But I promise yeah. you, Grant Williams ain't going to win it every fucking week. Ain't so, no, <clears throat> huh? Ain't no way. Yeah, ain't no way. So, that's the Mavs Outsiders, Unsung Hero of the Week. Y'all know what comes next. We're moving on to Weatherman Bibbs with the upcoming forecast. 
What's on the horizon? Thank you, Race. Uh, we got another loaded week on the docket. Mavs playing another four games. Good Lord. Schedule makers did not take it easy on us. Uh, first, we're going back to back. Two games, brother. Back to back. Two Eastern Conference teams. Back to back. They give us problems. Yeah, back to Anyway, uh, we're playing the Orlando Magic. Jamal Mosley going into his house. He has those guys riled up, playing hard, dealing with some injuries. Will they have their team at full strength? Doesn't matter. Uh, we know Luca has beef with Mo Wagner. He may be starting in that game if Wendell Carter Jr. isn't back. We shall see. Moving forward in the week, the Mavs play the Raptors. Toronto Raptors, a team on the brink of who knows what the hell. Uh, that team probably needs to be blown up. We know a lot of fans. Love OG Ananubi. Will he be auditioning for his uh, Mavs debut? We'll see. Will Josh Green, you, you know, the Mavs like to trade players right after they play a team. Will that be the Josh Green package the day after the Raptors game? We'll see. Uh, finally, Friday, moving ahead, we're going to play the Clippers. Uh-oh. James Harden, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George. Russell Westbrook, a lot of Hall of Famers on that side, uh, but they're all old geriatrics. Will they even play? It is an in-season tournament game. Do they care? Doesn't matter. We'll be there with our with bells on. And then finally, last game of the week is at the Pelicans, trying to give them hell again. They're almost relevant with Zion Williams back in the fold. CJ McCollum's lung collapsed yet again. What's going on there? Uh, prayers up to CJ McCollum, but prayers down. To the Pelicans' chances at that game, race back to you. Um, this is tough. I'm gonna say two and two. Yeah, about two and my. Yeah, I think we win the first two, lose the last two. I I wanted to go three and one, but I'm gonna go two and two. I think I'm gonna go three and one again. Okay. Three and one again, and. I know last week I said the one will be one I didn't expect, and that was not the case. Um, what about this week? Who you have the one? <clears throat> I have the one as beat the Raptors for sure. Mm-hmm. I'm that. I think we beat the Clippers. I have the okay. one as Orlando. You said what? I have Orlando as the one. I fucking knew you was going to say that shit. I knew it. I knew it. Back to back. It's on the road. And Jamal Mosley takes that game seriously. Got to give it to him. Okay. Got to give it to him. All right. We'll see. I don't think I don't think we walk out of Orlando with an L, but, but we'll see. All right. Anything else? That's all I got. All right, I ain't gonna keep you no longer. It's eleven thirty-eight. Hour twenty-six minute podcast. No, hour sixteen. Yeah, forty-eight minutes of. That's not bad for for in season recap episode. Forty-eight minutes of non basketball, like twenty-eight minutes of basketball. Hey man, look, it's entertainment still, man. Y'all should listen to it. Shit, I, I I'm not mad at it. Ah, uh, that's all I got. I'm getting tired. Same. Until next time, folks. Peace. Peace.
At Discount Tire, we know how valuable your time is around the holidays. Get 30% shorter average wait time when you buy and book online at DiscountTire.com so you can spend more time with friends and family this holiday season. Discount Tire, let's get you taken care of. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home.